All right. I think we're good. Yeah. Hey, hold yeah. <laughs> Ever tell you we, we had this idea to do a Death by Stereo side band called Yarl's in Charge oh and only God. cover like, you know, Creed and Nickelback <laughs> and all that shit and like wear really bedazzled like bell bottom jeans and shit. Like, Hell yeah. Dude, I'm That's here amazing. for it. Those people are so bedazzled that after a certain point, they start looking like Bootsy Collins. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Dude, Jarl's in charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you can't tell, we have Ephraim Schultz from Death by Stereo, Manic Hispanic, Voodoo Glow, hardest man in fucking rock and roll at this point. I'm not, I'm not even joking, right? Like, yeah. I yeah. mean, everywhere. And you know, we appreciate you. So thanks for stopping I by. I appreciate you guys too. Yeah. Every time thanks I come around, you're there. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, I see you guys everywhere at festivals. <laughs> if I'm not working, you know, or playing, you know, and that's, or both. That's the thing. He's in so many yeah. bands, but he's also working, like he's doing it. He's doing shit for the scene, you know, yeah. his program and, and um, well, commissary, commissary lounge, yeah. commissary yeah. lounge yeah. but you know, more in the future. Try, more in yeah, the future. Just trying to keep it going, man. I mean, like that's how this all works. If we don't show up, yeah. it doesn't work. You know what I mean? We need to all show up and participate and keep keep this movement going forward. It's funny because there are a handful of people like yourself that really dig down and keep this movement going, right? Yeah. Because when it first started way back when, I mean, I was alive, but these guys weren't alive. There were those people and that's how it started. And it kind of started running by its, itself. Totally. And then it went away. But people like you, the Stolos, those people keep this shit moving, man. And, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I don't even say it. Thanks, thanks, thanks. I just, dude, the people that we all grew up around, you know what I mean? Like going to shows, whether it was the cool older dude at the record store that would just constantly turn you on, like, yeah. check out the seven inch, check out this tape to the fucking guy that ran the DIY spot in your town or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Those are yeah. the people that did it for us. So I, we have to do the same thing. Cool thing that, that, I witnessed it was at Punk Rock Bowling and you were there working, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just busting your ass and you, you're bringing the bands in and stage man, whatever the fuck you're doing, you're doing yeah. everything. And then some guy <laughs> stops you and he's like, hey, are you Ephraim from Death by Stereo? <laughs> like, yeah. like right in front of me. And he goes on to tell you how you changed his life. Like, oh, and he yeah. meant it, man. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, it was just such a heavy moment it's in trippy. the beautiful Las Vegas sun. But and and the way you handled it and the way you just spoke to him, like I could tell, like he's gonna remember that forever, you know. And when I see shit like that happen, because everyone has their heroes, you know what I mean. And you're definitely this dude's hero, and like it was just amazing to see because you're in the middle. You stopped doing the grind, yeah. You know what I mean for this guy to tell you what you meant to him, and it was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was. It's it's crazy too because a lot of people say don't meet your heroes, but Ephraim like breaks that mold. Thank you. You know, yeah, yeah like you radiate positivity. So meet meet this guy. <laughs> yeah, meet this guy. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say He's, one yeah, of the. I appreciate that a lot, yeah. man. You know? One of the like most like positive, and I don't mean like PMA, but just like most positive, like uh, just brighten up brightens up the room kind of guys yeah. that I've ever met. So I mean, it's the always P- a pleasure to have you around. Thank you. The PMA thing is it's funny to me. Like I'm all positive, but those guys run around like I know they cry after sex, right? So they have to just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, dude, they're just those kind of guys, awesome. right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So we have Ephraim here and you know, Death by Stereo and Voodoo Glow Skulls and Manic Hispanic. Yes sir. I mean, you got albums everywhere. You know, yeah. new Death by Stereo came out what? Two years ago now? Yeah. During the early pandemic. Early pandemic. It's a so. weird timeline. People <laughs> yeah. say that now. 
Oh, yeah. it was like early in the pandemic. You're yeah. like, yeah. what yeah. the fuck? EP. Like yeah. BP yeah. and AP. Yes. It yes. sucks, dude. Yeah. But I put out a lot of music during the pandemic. A yeah. Manic Hispanic record, too, not long after that. And and then the Voodoo record. So Yeah. It's insane. Fucking, it's fucking wild, man. I mean, imagine putting out you know, an album during the pandemic and it's, we're all dying just in time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I know. And I had thought of the title before that. And then when it was time for it, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. It's, it's well, here we go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was being sarcastic, but the fuck started happening, you know? Yeah. Well, let's, let's dig into your life a little bit, man. Okay. Like, you know, where do you come from? Like, what got you into this? Um, I'm, well, I was born in the South Bay in Torrance. And then, uh, my family moved to Orange County and, uh, I grew up primarily in Fullerton, Buena Park area, La Habra. Like we were always hanging out in the surrounding areas, La Mirada, Whittier, that whole area. Yeah, sure. And uh, uh, I discovered punk rock in Fullerton. Mm. You know, I didn't realize I was living in the city where all these punk bands were from. Social Distortion, Agent Orange, Adolescence, DI, The Detours, like yeah. all these, I just shitload of the middle class, you know, yeah. like, holy oh, fuck, holy shit, you know? <laughs> And and after a while, you know, I, I learned about punk from an older skater skating in the parking lot of my elementary school, you know, and he showed on his boom box. He showed me well, an odd band to skate to, but he showed me the toy dolls. Oh, okay. That yeah. was the first thing? Yeah, first punk thing I heard. Wow. And okay. I was like, oh, like, what is this? You know, it kind of blew my mind. And from toy dolls, I went right to Black Flag. Okay. Nice. You know what I mean? And then everything... Everything around it, any, anything I could find that was outsider or different, whether it was Susie and the Banshees or fucking Bad Religion. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just all punk rock to me. So I just was embracing and just soaking up everything I could like a sponge, you know? And that led me into thrash and metal. Because I learned about Bad Religion shortly before I learned about Slayer. Okay. So I, I, I got the... I took in a lot of punk rock before I got to metal. And then that... Just yeah. what is this? You know, like <laughs> so before the punk rock stuff, were you into music at all? Were you I like love Kiss music. and Aerosmith and all the Dude, type stuff? I my parents are from Mexico. Okay, you know, hence uh, the name Schultz. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hence the name Schultz. I'm from Mexico. Um, I have a my I'm fucking my, with you, dude. No, but yeah, but my grandmother's from Berlin. Yeah, yeah. and she immigrated to Mexico, and that's how that happened. So because people ask all the time, you know. So my dad was born and raised in Mexico, but he's German, but, uh, but Mexican. So anyways, uh, uh, yes. uh, 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 we, I totally lost my page. Music. I was waiting for like a chocolate abuser moment right now. Yeah, I know. No, exactly. Exactly. Oh, so we were listening to, I mean, my parents like loved music, but I mean, we were listening to like oldies stuff like that, which is, I still love oldies music forever. You know, fifties music, uh, 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 my dad liked old Mexican music and ranchero shit, but he also liked uh, like some old American country because he could relate to it because he grew up on a farm in Mexico, you know. Yeah. And and uh, but we there was no like, I mean there was Beatles, some Beatles records, but there were in fifties stuff, and but there wasn't any like rock in my house. There's like no, it was like check out this Led Zeppelin tape, dude, you know. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I discovered records like at this flea market my mom would give me quarters and stuff and i'd buy records for a quarter and i i got the beach boys live in london 1969 boom nice what is this whoa you know like (laughs) got me really i got into chuck berry i just found random shit man and i fucking uh, my 
early shit was all like Chuck Berry type rock and roll and, and the Beach Boys. That's kind of what got me into it. And from that, uh, I have an older brother, like four years older than me, who was like super into like Duran Duran and all that shit when I was a kid and like kind of just showed me all that stuff, you know? So I, I, I kind of like, I never went through my kiss phase. I never went through my Zep phase, you know? Like, yeah. it's trippy. I think it's cool. Like, growing, I jumped into punk, you know? Like, finding those albums, you know what I mean? Like, live albums, especially in the 70s, that was the thing. Like, 80s were greatest hits albums, but in the 70s, it was live albums. Oh, yeah. And it didn't matter the bands. It was the Beach Boys or even a Bee Gees live album. I remember talks about live at Leeds or kiss alive but oh yeah it was the crowd and it was the energy oh, and yeah, that's what dude. spilled over and that's what got people into heavier music and louder yep. music it was the crowd it wasn't necessarily you could be whatever i can't even name a beach boy song right now because i hate that band <laughs> but you know what i mean but i'm sure when they stopped everyone started screaming and then as a kid yeah. it's like nipples get hard and you're like, oh, oh yeah yeah like, what the fuck? yeah exactly you no know, exactly and and uh oh i mean some of my favorite records growing up was uh exploited live at the white house mm. you know uh uh Who's got the ten and a half? The Black Flag live record, mm-hmm. like I mean, there, there was live records that blew my fucking mind. You yeah. know what I mean? And then also back then it was bootleg culture. You're trying to find any live bootlegs or tapes or bootleg records. I was super into live records too, man. Yeah. You know, and and as I got into high school, I started figuring out, figuring out rock. <laughs> you you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. classic rock or whatever they call it. But I just rock. You know, yeah, ACDC, yeah. all everything, all the best fucking bands. You know, like I actually. My family would go to TJ on the weekends all the time because we had family down there and we'd visit all the time. And I would buy records and tapes from there and they'd be printed in Spanish. So oh, I remember wow, I got Led Zeppelin. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got Led Zeppelin 4 and it said Perro Negro. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you know, What's so up? I would get interesting <laughs> records. I, I got, I remember I bought uh, the Survivor record, El Ojo de Tigre. I bought oh. it used, you know, oh, some dude. dude. Like, yeah, 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 nice. dude. Like, crazy shit, you yeah. know? But, uh, uh, yeah, fucking, uh, I I got into metal later, really got into metal later, but I got really into it, and then that led me into rock and figuring out on my own, like, all the important bands, and, you know, but, yeah, I went kind of head first into it, man, just fucking, you know, that <laughs> energy. That's what's great about music, because you, you can, or I don't know about now, but, like, in the past, you could make your own journey. You know what I mean? You didn't have to listen. I've never owned a Led Zeppelin album in my life. I was listening to like Sensational Alex Harvey Band. You, you make right. your own journey. Now it's like everyone has to listen to the same shit. Everyone has to watch Game of yeah, Thrones. Exactly. But back then you got to make your own journey and it yeah. and it made you who you are. And you had to work for it. And you had to work for it. Because, dude, it wasn't easy. I mean, yeah. you spent days, hours, I mean, searching. Like, dude, if you would there was a period of time when you'd see another dude wearing a misfits shirt and mm-hmm. you're like, dude, where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Misfits yeah. shit didn't exist. Yeah. Like it was hard to come by. You're like, Oh, that dude's cool. Yeah. Right. You know? And like you work for it. You had to find shit. I remember being in high school, like me and the three other dudes that like punk didn't have cars and we would give money to this kid, Ryan, who just got a scooter. Fuck yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Ryan, wherever you are. He, and he's like, all right, I'm going to ride to the fucking record shop. And he would go all the way down Beach Boulevard to Huntington to go to Vinyl Solution in the 90s. Yeah. And fucking, or no, it'd be 89 or something like that. Yeah. But all the way down there and fucking, plus also like, a lot of dudes in Huntington Beach would beat you up, so we didn't want to go there, you know? And, like, he fucking would go there, scooter, come back, and be like, all right, I got your fucking subhumans patch, and <laughs> your fucking, Sick. you know, whatever, and you're, yeah. it's, it's, fuck, man. It, awesome. it, it just seems like back then, like, 
everyone's life was a movie. Like you see all these movies like Dazed and Confused or Detroit Rock City. I'm like, yeah, that was my life plus more. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the Everyone, G, that's the G rated. That's the G rated. <laughs> yeah. Well back then we all had like a like a secret world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh fuck all these lames at my school, dude. Like fucking Dude, tonight I'm gonna go see fucking DI, yeah. and everyone in the room's gonna fucking smash everything. Like, and yeah. none of these people realize how fuck what. Yeah, sure, yeah. man. Whatever the fuck you're fucking doing, cool. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Do you remember your first show? Like when it like when you put like, all right, here's the music. Now I'm gonna go see a show because that's a whole different level. I saw the Vandals in a parking lot, and I want to say it was in Santa Ana somewhere. I'd have to ask Joe about this. I've never brought this up to them, but it was like a parking lot, and it was like a like a vision skate demo. Like mm-hmm. I remember there was a little half pipe and, uh, and, and I may be wrong, but I want to say Gator was there. <laughs> and, uh, and I just remember there was like fucking rad skaters and the Vandals played. And uh, I just remember it was back then. It wasn't, it was a little bit heavier of a presence, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, I just remember being so fucking blown away being little and with my buddy Todd and like, all right, we're going to try to go in the pit. No, we're not. There's a big giant dude with a cane fucking hitting people. You know what I mean? Like, it was like that, you know? Like, fucking, we're just like, what the fuck is happening? But it was so mind-blowing. Like, oh, fuck. It, it, that was putting it together for yeah, me. Like, yeah. this, what? And then discovering just a thousand backyard parties after that. And fucking, dude, we're taking buses fucking far as we could to go to shows. And, you know, and the end of the night, how are we going to get home? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Oh, it didn't matter. No, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all, dude. You know? Yeah. It's a drunken journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're first worried about if you're going to hook up with someone. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First thing. Levels of priorities. Yeah, there. <laughs> exactly. I, I was the, the definitely the high school kid that disappeared for like four days at a time and come nice. back. What the <laughs> what happened? What are you doing? Sorry. Just smiling. Yeah. yeah. So happy. Yeah. Sorry I didn't call. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Death by Stereo is the first band, or what do you do up to that point? Uh, just, I just had little bands just tried to make bands and make bands happen and then the first actual like band band that i had was called clint and like a little punk band and it, we were terrible but you know for that's where how i kind of learned how to be in a band was it was it after clint eastwood or clint howard it was after my <laughs> my buddy clint that was just sitting there oh. like yeah we were oh, like yeah clint yeah no totally we were like clint pinkston we were just clint, like wow pinkston. yeah yeah what a name oh dude yeah <laughs> he's the best pinkston. dude the that's best and we we uh we were just sitting there, oh, i need a name i'm all boy about clint <laughs> yeah. all right sick and he was cool with it i still i still see clint here and there that's awesome but man. uh but then you know uh then all of my friends that were like kind of the best players I knew at that point, like we're all jamming together mm-hmm. and I would take the bus to our drummer, Jared's house. Who's now in my chemical romance. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I would take the bus there just to hang out. Cause I was like, fuck live music, you know, and I could hang out. These dudes are all ripping. And then I started bugging them. Let me try. Let me try. Nah, nah, we're good. And then finally one day they let me fucking do All right, here's some lyrics. I recorded the song on my on a tape player, took it home, fucking uh, wrote my own lyrics and came back. Wow. Yeah. And then was just like, fuck it. And they were kind of bummed. But then that song ended up being like on fucking Epitaph Records. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, man. But uh, <laughs> no, but it was cool. They let me they let me go from there. We just, and that's how it happened. Just jamming. And then, uh, you know, a few years later, we're fucking all over the planet. You know, yeah. it's like, what the fuck? 
living crazy. the pirate life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Li- which you you have to, we, everyone here has done. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> which we, makes it hard to stay at home when you're not on the road. <laughs> no, totally. You can't be a pirate in your own house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And we knew Name if- my sex tape. <laughs> 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 you pirate sex tape. Yeah. That's a great band name, Pirate Sex pirate Tape. Sex Anybody tape. out there yeah. needs a name? Yeah, there you go. Pirate Booty. Pirate Booty is the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Your Raptors is done. Yeah. Pirate Sex Tape. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Some good career advice. But yeah. You know, and we and at, by that point we had met a lot of bands that became uh, uh, bigger bands from mm. letting them sleep on our couches and shit yeah. like that when they'd come through. So that turned into our first tours being with like AFI and different bands. I mean, not in the arenas yeah. they're playing it now, but back then those are big shows for yeah, a yeah. hardcore band, you know? And yeah. we did a lot of hardcore tours with anyone from Bane to, I mean, we put uh, Snapcase, like, you know, a lot of that. And then it just kept steamrolling. And before we knew it, we were just like, Jesus, <laughs> like what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Like, yeah, for sure. We're, we're fucking playing in an, an enormous dome with Slipknot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's a trip, man. So how does the band start? How does Death by Stereo? Is it you and Jared? Who's It's Jared. Uh, Jared Alexander. Ian Fowles, who is now known as Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk in the Aquabats. Nice. Yeah, and he plays for Gerard Way as well. And then uh, Paul Miner, who's a... Uh, record producer now legend yeah yeah, no, yeah. Oh, minor. yeah i mean yeah. he was he was literally just in the studio with fear and yeah, 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 saw that. yeah 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 so i mean he's yeah, fucking gnarly and then uh jim minor who became a very sought after tattooer mm-hmm. and uh that was the original five of us it's crazy and then uh d- dudes quickly started falling off i'm going to school i'm doing to this i'm doing to that and and then uh literally like a year after we started dan palmer came in on guitar and the rest is history. There was a couple people in between him, like Keith from Throwdown played for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, Aaron Lisi from Ho Conspiracy and Adam Antium played for a little bit, like in that in between year time. And then Dan came in and then our whole course and destiny shifted and, I, I, I see Dan everywhere, like you. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I was on stage yeah. with um, Common Kings, which is a reggae mm-hmm. band who I love dearly. Mm-hmm. Turn around is Dan Palmer standing next to you. What the fuck? Is he's amazing, dude. Yeah. Dude, Dan's he's the best ever. Great and rock and roll. He dude. plays in a thousand yeah. bands too. You know? Yeah, yeah. He plays but, uh, solo on one of our albums. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. We just walked in and played like a 10 minute solo. We're like, we'll probably yeah. bring that down to like the actual song length, but that was good. Yeah. Dude, I've <laughs> seen him throw down so fucking hard, dude. Like, he fucking, where were we? Ah, oh, fuck. So we were like somewhere in Germany and this German kind of kind of local kind of popular like band was like oh dude we wish you guys could be on our record blah blah blah. and we're like we totally do it and then dan looked at him and he's like can we just go kind of thing like <laughs> what do you mean you know and we get in a car with these kids and go to their fucking like home studio yeah and fucking like let's go and then they told dan well it's this many bars long we're gonna play it for you and dan just goes no nah, no nah. what keys it in <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's sick and they just awesome. rolled it <laughs> I've never seen anything like that in my life. Just, ah! yeah. and then, then they just stopped me. And he was just like, all right, cool. We got to get out of here. We got to play our show, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, what? You know, like, like deer in headlights. And I'm like, dude, 
I, I just moments like that. I'm just like, holy shit, Dan's a genius. It's that's a, like, like exactly you know, like, what he did on Destroy Pain Survive. Just really, he's like, what's what's the key? All right, boop. Like was, that, dude. It's fun. He looks like one of those crazy like college football strength and and you know coach. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the mustache and the whole deal. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to he's just like a, yeah, he's just like a rock and roll dude, man, dude, and he just fucking yeah. kills it, dude. I, honestly, like I am so I'm so lucky that I've got over the years of Death by Stereo to play with some of the most incredible musicians. Yes. Sure. I can't believe I'm so lucky. And, and uh, I actually said that too. And people are like, Hey man, so you know, what's the secret of being a band so long? I'm all dude, just surround yourself with dudes that rip. Yeah. I'm all, I just bark things at people and tell them what to do. <laughs> Everybody, rah! you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but these guys are fucking talented, you know, but Dan, dude, I've never met anyone like him, dude. Mm-hmm. He just absorbs music at such a fast rate and he can articulate his ideas in real time. Like we'll be jamming at practice. And that's another thing. Like, we always had to keep a high bar. We couldn't jam with dudes that couldn't keep up with Dan. You know what I mean? He'd just be like, all right, so here's my idea. <laughs> Let's just try real quick. And everybody just jumps in and I'm just like, what? Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah. like what? I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, okay. You know? So for you guys, I mean, because you know, you're, you're fans of, we all yeah. love death by stereo. Yeah. Like what was the first time you heard death by stereo? Oh man. I think definitely it was like at a skate park. Really? Yeah. Um, there roller was a, skating park. Yeah, <laughs> roller skating. It was like, clip, only, don't, only the hits. Yeah, yeah exactly, um, exactly. Yeah, we, there was yeah. a skate park in um, Azusa um, that we used to go to all the time, and our you know friend just you know play music out there because obviously there's no speakers. They right. just bring like a you know, like a boombox. Yeah, but I mean, it was at the time it was like one of those like CD boomboxes. You know, they're like top they're like, yeah. Clap. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They, they're like don't super, walk with that thing. Oh, that's you skip like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think that was probably the first I time watching uh, like music videos with Jay too when we first started hanging out with him, and I was just like, damn, these guys fucking rip. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I think really. Yeah. Trip out, dude. That's yeah. cool. Music videos. Yeah. Music videos were different, but we caught the tail end of like. Here's money to make a music video. You know what crazy, I mean? Man. Right? Because like, now it's just gorilla and it's cooler now, I think. But it's way better. I mean, obviously, like the whole YouTube culture and people doing things on their phone looks amazing. way better, right? It's dope. Yeah. Like, it, but it, it's just funny that whole era was weird making yeah. those old videos like, you know oh, the- they're going to put powder on you and blah, 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 blah. You know? And the dumbest shit when bands are like, hey, we're going to play out in the desert. I'm like, there's no amps, you fucking idiots. It looks so stupid. Like, you know what I mean? They weren't even faking it. I know, dude. Oh, I hate that shit. The lights weren't even on. (laughs) Live video is great. When I grew up, we had like the Midnight Special and Don Kirshner's Rock Concert. Yes. The Midnight Special is very fucking legendary, dude. And those dudes would play live. They were just shows. And that's what I loved. And then all of a sudden, people started making videos. I'm like, this is stupid. It's like Sunny and Cher. It's just a commercial. Yeah, it was just a commercial. Lip sync. It's a lip sync, dude. Like, you think about it. Like, dude, like, I... I kind of like sometimes I, I can't get with this like some of the TikTok culture and all that. Like I'm like, man, you're fucking 47 and you're lip syncing a fucking whatever Bieber track. Yeah, Bieber track <laughs> and selfieing. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, bro. But then I think about it, I'm like, oh, dude, I've been lip syncing for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I, like I'm pretty bad. <laughs> you know, but those days were fun. Uh, I was just talking about this the other day, dude. Rob from the transplants. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know this, but he blew my fucking mind. We made a video called welcome to the party that Rob did like a cameo in. And I remember like there was a girl that was putting makeup on this us. And I remember thinking like, why don't I fucking wear makeup, man? I'm like a hardcore band. This is stupid. Why are they, you know? And, and the whole time I was really uncomfortable with it and I didn't like it. And, and then I remember they just turned to Rob and he just goes, I'm good. <laughs> like that. And then, and then they, they were just like, Oh, 
and they moved on. I'm all, oh, fuck. Like, you can, you can do, do that? that? You know, like, yeah, yeah, dude. Those, those days were fun, though, dude, making crazy videos with cameras on cranes and fucking film. Yeah, dude. It's, on yeah, film. Yeah. It's all part of the journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's stuff you never thought. I mean, you coming from where you came from, that this yeah, is what you're going to be doing. You know? No, dude, no idea. Playing Australia, playing wherever, you know, like that <laughs> shit's crazy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. going to the UK with Smoking Hearts. There you go. Yeah, dude, yeah exactly, <laughs> Thank dude. Thank you for that. I'm happy. Dude, but dude, uh, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a trip, man. We, we just, just, we're just a really lucky band, man, because so many people have given us chances and opportunities to keep doing what we like to do. But I th- it's more than you know? luck. I think it's hard work. And I think it's being rad people. Yeah. Appreciate that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. no one wants to tour with assholes. Yeah, man. And like, dude, you know what? You see some bands. That's the one thing you could tell a younger band, man. Just be nice. Mm-hmm. Just yep. be cool. There's nothing to prove. You got to have no chip on your shoulder. Because, dude, how many bands you've seen over the years, they walk into the place like total dicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, it happens to every band, man. You have your fucking peak and on your way down to whatever level you're going to. Dude, people ain't gonna fucking have to be cool to you no more because nope. you were a dick. Right. It is a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a roller coaster, man. You're never gonna just stay on top. There's like ever half percent of bands I get to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you know, like every every year it changes. Like, fuck, last year fucking Tulsa was going off. <laughs> the scene's just weird now. You know, yeah, you're like, yeah. fuck. Oh, I guess we'll let's <laughs> try Tulsa again uh, the next year. You know, yeah. or whatever. You know, let's see if it comes back. What's the gnarliest place you've played? Like the worst venue. The worst venue? Have you played Harpo's? I have played Harpo's. <laughs> so Harpo's, let me tell you what happened the day we yeah, played Harpo's, here dude. We go. So <laughs> Detroit, dude. The, dude, Harpo's is rad. That's the so. Suck. We're at Harpo's, and like, dude, I'm thinking, like, whatever, dude. I grew up hanging out in fucking TJ, like, I, you know. What I mean? But I did not realize, like, like thinking I'm all badass, you know. And like, <laughs> hey guys, let's go get some fuck, fucking food, whatever, blah blah blah. All right, we go walking out, and one of the Harpo's guys stops me. And he's like, hey man, like I wouldn't I wouldn't go there if I were you. And I was like, well, where should we go? And he's all nowhere. And he's like, literally, don't walk in any direction. Yep. Get in your car and leave. You know, he's yeah. like, and we're like, whatever, thinking we're all cool. And then I remember for whatever reason, I went back in the venue, I came back outside, and everybody left without me. And I'm all motherfuckers. Well, I'm not <laughs> going alone, you know? Yeah. But dude. Pretty soon after, dudes are like jogging back. One of them's holding like the pizza or whatever. They're like, dude, they're, they're tripping. What happened? They're all, dude, we literally walked about a block. There was an upside down truck on fire <laughs> with a guy standing next to it pointing at it. That's right. I flipped that bitch over. Fuck her. You know, and like yelling. And then they're like, dude, we ran into the fucking whatever pizza place. And you know how they have the bulletproof glass in oh, those yeah. ones, like at the bank, yeah. bank window. And they're they're all, dude. There was a dude just straight punching it. Boom, <laughs> boom, dude. Like you know, what I mean? like you can't what? even you can't describe. It. It's like Chaos. old Detroit in RoboCop. It's not, it is. It's totally that. It was, you like, know what it mean? was like Anarchy Land. Yeah. <laughs> all my the earliest tours we did when we go to Detroit, we were just like, what? I remember at the the. Oh, why can't I say what it's called? The upstairs and downstairs venue, the super legendary, the small rooms downstairs. Oh, St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Right. <laughs> okay. I, I, I respect and recognize that shit. We there played, are Detroit listeners. Yeah. Yes, yes. And because we, we played there yeah. a good amount of times. I remember we were there with Sick of It All. And after the show, these dudes walk up to us and they're like, we're like, oh shit. You know, like what's going on? And they're like, hey, we want you guys to come stay at our pad. And, but it was like the, the harshest invite. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I was, I was like, uh, you know, we actually 
we actually threw down for a hotel. We're outside of town. And I wasn't lying, you know, but we're right outside of town. And then he was like, should come stay on my pad. I remember the hard, <laughs> it is the hard Detroit mm-hmm. fucking so rad. And then he's like, he's like, all right. Well, next time you come to town, if you don't steer with me, I'll be personally offended. He, and, he goes, and, he, and he's like, we're going to fight pit bulls. We're going we're gonna to fucking da, da, da. And he goes down this list of super hard guy shit. And I was just like, got the yeah. checklist out. And I was just like, whatever the dude's nickname was, I was like, thank you, Mr. Knife, or whatever. You know, like, I was like, Detroit goes off, dude. The shows are so bonkers, dude. It's just like, dude, when you grow up in the ice and the, you know, dude, like, it just, dude, you, it's just like, it's just a, like, I was joking around with my friend from Toronto, you know, he wakes up in the ice and all that. And I remember he called me and he was like, man, I just had to fucking chip all the ice off my fucking windshield, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I know, dude, I just had to tell this babe in a bikini to get off my hood. You know, <laughs> like we are, Californians are so like yeah, fucking, okay, you yeah. know, you have we, no idea what it's like to start your day chipping ice off and then driving in Detroit to do whatever We're, you we're offended that we have to take our sweatshirt off like halfway through the day. <laughs> dude, I know. And you're driving through, you were driving through RoboCop Anarchy Land. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude. Like the, the potholes were like, they would knock out your suspension like every day it's the cost six hundred dollars every pile yeah dude that's insane hard. dude yeah. oh my but god great town great people no dude but amazing people yeah some of the best people like some of the best bands too cold is life mm-hmm. walls of jericho like dude i mean it goes back and it goes back to, to the i mean fix and oh, necros and exactly, you know all of that dude. stuff necros dude yeah the dogs yeah here's dude. a funny story you know the band the dogs yeah so we're meeting up with black star to do some business and the artist relations guy there is Lauren, the singer from and guitar player from Black, from the Dogs. I'm like, right. holy shit, dude! Like, yeah. you know, this is a band yeah. I grew up listening to, and like, the guy's just doing his thing. And great stories. This guy told us these stories about <laughs> opening for ACDC and yeah, oh, and, that's and, amazing, and MC5 dude. And all Hell that yeah. shit. Yeah. MC Five, dude, the jams, like the greatest, <laughs> yeah. like one of the greatest contributions to the planet Earth. Detroit, yeah, could well, possibly give us is the MC Five. There were bands yeah. people didn't know about, like um, I'm going to say it, Ursa Major. And there's just some great bands in Detroit growing up everywhere. The New Bomb Turks? Yeah. Dude. Oh, dude. So, so the good thing about like the Midwest, like that's where heavy metal, or not heavy metal, heavy music and, and extreme music lives. You know what I mean? Because it's blue collar. Oh, yeah. Best town for any show is Chicago. I hate to say it because I hate Chicago. They think they're cooler than they are. <laughs> but Chicago is an amazing city for shows. Cleveland is an amazing city for shows. Oh, yeah. So like, where are some of the best shows you guys have had as Death by Stereo? At- uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey. Mm. Back in the day, at Stone when, Pony. Uh, no, at uh, Casino Skate Park. Ooh, it was ooh. at the very a- other end of the beach, and we remember things were just so abandoned. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it was just like packs of bikers flying down the street. Like, it wasn't as you know, it was the then faded glory of the original Asbury Park, and like like a half-built parking lot, like a fucking, you know, like the neon clown sign with the face half hanging. It would look like it was, it was like, like that, you yeah. know? And then uh, we played there, like at the beginning of Death by Stereo. And then uh, we would always play all kinds of halls and VFW halls and stuff until we started transitioning into like bigger rooms or bigger halls, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and, and uh, uh, we had great shows. What was that? I want to say Trenton had some really, really good shows, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but I mean chaos, dude. Like, like, I, I don't know how to describe it, dude. Like, like in a VFW hall, 
with enough people to fill a real hall. You know what I mean? You yeah, know those yeah. shows where you're just like, this shouldn't be happening here. And like things getting taken off, plaques getting oh, taken fuck. off the wall, trophies fucking flying around. It's a VFW <laughs> hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. Like real people moshing that shit up and fucking chaos and shit just flying everywhere. I mean, like those East Coast shows in the, in the 90s were fucking wild. Dude, we dude. ran into the Bronx and Philly not oh. even four years ago, and they played a church basement. Yeah. And church it was the same oh, dude. So it was like rad. a like a late eighties VS VFW oh, so hall. Rad, it was insane. It was them, Plague Vendor. 68. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. God, I'm trying to think where I mean the the most chaotic shit. The most chaotic shit I've ever seen was in Corona, California at the Showcase Theater, oh, which yeah. no Showcase, longer exists. Yeah. The Showcase was a very special place run by a guy named Izat Solomon. I still have his business card. And uh <laughs> from uh, Mexico. <laughs> yeah yeah and, right and, yeah exactly <laughs> that's so good and fucking uh 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 our our buddy joe joe case would book the shows and our other friend maria worked like the snack bar and made the slushies and shit because it was all ages you know yeah. yeah but uh uh you could fit legally like 300 people in there i seen like Seven eight hundred people in there for strife, dude. Do you yeah. do you ever you know? catch a slushy in the face? <laughs> oh, dude, I, I didn't catch her in the face. I seen that shit flying around. <laughs> we actually stopped the show once so Jared could get a slushy. Oh, nice! Yeah, oh, they like nice. passed it up. It was <laughs> rad, dude. That's awesome. But there was a little balcony. Yeah, and how I, many times were oh, people yeah. just flying off? That oh, balcony. dude, yeah. my mom used to come to shows, <laughs> nice. and fucking, I remember looking up that balcony at my mom. She'd always just be kind of like, <laughs> like yeah. her eyes at kids, just losing. Her. She was used to it because yeah, yeah. I bring all my knucklehead friends home when I was a kid, you know. But uh, dude, watch looking up the balcony and seeing the dude next to my mom just go, Choo! dude, right, right. it was <laughs> fucking awesome. I seen dudes catch that lighting rig. Oh, that whole no. thing swinging, yeah. like where I'm just like, this is the one, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is the one. It would get so packed. I remember we snuck a girl in inside a, a kick drum case. Like <laughs> oh, amazing, shit. yeah, dude. It, that, it, dude, that's that. smart. That's a good one. Yeah, you know she was the, fit. The Trojan, <laughs> there was the Trojan drum case. Yeah, uh, dude, dude. There was there was uh, was it Strife and AFI played there? And I remember there's so many fucking people that there was all they all these people out front, all these people in there, and then. Uh, the fire department made him clear the whole fucking room out and let everyone back into capacity. And I remember people were going so crazy that I, I, there's people crowd surfing in the parking lot and like fucking the <laughs> yeah, showcase, dude. Yeah. It was just like, they were just cool. They were like, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. Go for it. Trash this fucking place, dude. Yeah. I've seen some of the farthest head walks I've ever seen in that fucking room, <laughs> dude. Like, you know what I mean? And like people would come from all over to Corona, dude. Like I've seen yeah. Brett Gerwitz in the back of the room at the showcase <laughs> theater. Money. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, yeah. But I just remember Sorry, him. Brett. That's where we had our, when we got on Epitaph, they asked us what we wanted to do, which was amazing. Brett, fuck yeah. He, they basically were like, what do you want to do for your record release? And we're like, we want to have it in Corona. Wow. You know, and it yeah. doesn't sound, yeah, yeah. No. you know, no. we're like, like, this is the shit. This is the spot. Yeah. And dude, they fucking rented out the showcase theater for us and threw a f- epitaph through a free show. And dude, I, dude, I've, I cannot believe how many fucking people were smashed in that fucking place, dude. And fuck, dude, uh, just absolute chaos. The flying out of the balcony. Dude, I mean, that's there. There was the circle pit, then there was like a rail. Remember, and yeah. it, it stepped up. Oh yeah, like yeah, dudes yeah. making it to that fucking rail <laughs> yeah. off the stage. Like it was far, dude. Yeah, like yeah. it, it unbelievable like being under a pile on where i literally thought okay this is it my arm's gonna break you know yeah. but fast forward you know we were the last band ever on that stage too nice. Bam. Oh, but nice. but like yeah the, the, those days were crazy i mean i missed I mean, the danger 
I, oh, I do. I really miss the danger. Yeah, dude. Me too, dude. Yeah. Like, I went to see Turnstile recently, which was mind blowing. And those dudes are the best. Yeah, it's great. And uh, uh, the program alumni. Yeah. And uh, they uh, they fucking blew my mind, right? And it was so everybody's collective consciousness was so in sync at the show. Every word flew out of everyone's mouth naturally. Every verse, every chorus, and it was fucking bonkers. And then someone leaving was like, that's the craziest show that's ever been here. And I was like, you've not seen the gorilla biscuits yet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. This was fucking absolutely bonkers, but it's a different energy than the old school energy. The old school energy is I don't give a fuck. I'm freaking out in every direction at once. Right. Yeah. Fucking now get out of my fucking way. Yeah. You know, they, they, I was like, I don't know. I didn't see anyone die foot first off the stage tonight, but last month they were doing it for GB pretty hard. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I miss that. Yeah. Not that, and I've seen some, there's some danger out there. Don't get it twisted. You no, know no, what I mean? I, like, I whoa, bro. There's some bands that are heavy right now. Like, yeah, no. And, and I love it, it's, it's funny because like, it's, it's, it's a different kind of danger now. Cause even at the, the heavier shows, people are going in there. People that are creating the, the problems are there just to punch people. Yeah. And it's just stupid, man. They, it's not a collective chaos. Yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. best way to put it. It's dude. Yeah. But, uh, I do miss that. Like, I, I don't always miss a, miss thinking like fuck. Are we gonna beat up tonight every time? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, dude. This is gonna be fucking scary, dude. You know yeah. every show, but I do kind of miss some of that danger. Like some like like fuck, man. We suffered for this shit, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> but fuck it, it, it's it's cool though. I mean, I think I just think punk won. Like we won, dude. Like every fucking soccer yeah. mom has a kid with a fake faux hawk it's or some insane. shit you know yeah, it's right. insane just, yeah. just sit there and and see like you know we'll, we'll be traveling and i'll have like a suicidal hat on and the pilot will be like oh i love that band it's like it's so fucking bizarre to me yeah. like i don't i mean, right. can't even imagine because you're right it did win it, it, in the end it won totally like and it changed the culture and these vanguards and some of them you know and some of them we know mm-hmm. like these people really whether it's you know mike Muir, whether it's on the on the the graffiti side with someone like risk oh you know yeah i mean like that culture won. You know, it's still the coolest shit. Like hip hop can say all they want, but that's still the coolest shit. Oh, absolutely. Like I being young and being like, man, I wish fucking just because I fucking wore these boots and I have a mohawk, this motherfucker wouldn't always fucking, you know, shove yeah. me or do whatever, but I wish they just leave me alone. It's not a problem anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. You could look, you could fucking have a bone through your nose and a fucking, yeah. you know, one pink spike in the middle of your head and people are just like, oh, cool. You got yeah. the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is, in all honesty, that's kind of a bummer for me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, I don't know. It's I don't weird. know what I want. I think we'll, we'll always be nostalgic love, for. Yeah. When it was, uh, when there was danger. Spe- and, it's a special yeah. thing, man. Just, and, and dude, I'm, and it, and in LA, and I know there was, you know, all the crews going on in New York and in LA. I mean, there was like the fucking punk gangs and shit where you were like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the show. And like, I heard the so-and-sos are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to stand in the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I don't want to miss this. You know, like, yeah. fuck, this band's so good. Yeah. I mean, and there's the DMS thing. And, you know, it's just so much shit going on. But, dude, New York fucking uh, wild, man. I love New York so much. Let me ask you this. I love New York. You're you're in how many bands? But if you could sing for any band, what band would that be? The Bad Brains. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Man. When when Randall Blythe got to do that, oh man, I was like, God, oh, he's perfect. Yeah, you know. But I was like, dude, like what a dream, you know? Yeah, fucking Bad Brains, dude. Yeah. Bad Brains. I'd say close second, second and third would be Fishbone and Bad Religion. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
what fishbone song that's what's your jam that you can sing the most uh uh you know what's funny is some of that 90s later fishbone like that's heavy shit dude uh servitude off give a monkey a brain Mm -hmm. that song is one of the heaviest songs i think i've ever heard in my life yeah when i heard that song it which makes sense because they all jam together and they've done covers and stuff but i was like this is what allenston chains is trying to sound like yeah do you know what i mean like they like like they attained that type of heavy that everyone was trying to find at that time you know they were such a unique band i mean you know like obviously they would like you know, parts of it, you would listen to it and it sounded like Sabbath and then some sound like the soundtrack to Across 110th Street, you know, yeah. and Bobby oh, Womack yeah. shit. And it's just like, you know, yeah. like, but they were so good. Did man. you hear that Alison Chains cover they did recently? Mm-mm. No. It's, uh, uh, oh, what's the song called? It's gonna. Be, it's on YouTube if you put in okay. Fishbone Alison Chains song. They did a, a tribute thing to them and wow. it's like, it's so fucking absolutely soulful. Yeah. And, and that kind of like strengthened that opinion because Norwood and Fish were Jerry Cantrell's band when he did that early solo record when oh i did not know that yeah and so it just there's this connection and Alice in Chains seems to me like they were really trying to be really soulful with what yeah. they did and hearing fishbone realize that soul you know yeah. in their music i was like oh dude these guys are geniuses they can do anything like you're saying like yeah my friend jim denadio who was always on top of what's happening got me into that band and it just blew my mind and, and those shows in the early 80s or in the mid 80s when they first came out, like Truth and Soul, and, dude, and all that stuff, like man, those shows were insane, unbelievable, yeah. dude. Just so uh, much energy. You, did you see the documentary on those guys? It's so good, dude. One of the best docs. I, I'm a Fishbone freak, man. I fucking, oh, I love Fishbone. Okay, man. so we could talk about Fishbone this yeah, whole yeah. time, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I love them, dude. And I, I went to a ton of shows, and they, they've always just been the most out there creative band, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, dude, like we were just saying, they, they. They outsole people, they outska people, they outmetal people. It's yeah. fucking it's, And it's, what's crazy about those how? guys is like <laughs> none of us really fit in. They didn't fit in to where they're from. You oh, know exactly. What I mean? Not which, at all. Which I dude. think helps with what they became. Kind of rad, dude. Yeah. Like and they're, they're uh, in my brief encounters with the guys in Fishbone, like, man, they've always been so rad, you know, and just yeah. always so cool to us. And then when I joined Voodoo, they'd known the Voodoo guys forever. So, you know that there became more communication there, but we've actually pitched to our agent uh, this idea that apparently Norwood came up with the name and mentioned it to one of the voodoo guys years ago. It's just like, Hey, this would be funny. But we recently pitched it. We're, we, we'd like to see the, the skull and bones tour happen. Nice. Ooh, dude, nice. Sick, That's huh? a great name. Yeah. Too. So we're, Fingers crossed, something can happen with that. You that, know? Would, that would be amazing. It got put into the universe recently. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the thing about those guys yeah. after Truth and Soul, like they were ready to really fucking break. You know, Scott Ian got on the wagon. Oh, and yeah. Stuff. And then they put out that album on Sony with like mm-hmm. Sunless Saturday and they got oh, yeah. on Saturday Night Live. I'm like, this is it. Dude, They're going to be yeah. fucking massive. Dude, genius. And it just didn't happen, though. Yeah. I don't know why. It's weird. That album sounds weird, though, I think. I think guitar tones on that album. Are, they're a little weird, but yeah. it's fucking cool though. You yeah, know? it's a great and album. It's mind-blowing, but it just, I, I, it's weird. They were like one of those bands. There was a lot of bands that were so big on the West Coast and as further east they got, the yeah. venues got smaller. Because at the peak, they're, they were doing all the, the major venues, the Palladium, the yeah, this, yeah. the that, huge. I mean, that album had Sunless Saturday, Everyday Sunshine. It's like to- totally different things, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, housework. Do you know what I mean? the house yeah, work. it was it was insane and like it was just crazy like Black Sabbath, Sly and the Family Stone. Ah, I've gotten a lot of like 
Man, I'd like, we could talk I've, forever. I've, Sorry, I've, I've, I've talked to Angelo <laughs> okay. like okay. briefly here and there, yeah. and I've got to nerd out on him a little bit. Like, yeah. oh, this melody you wrote, man, and like, like, uh, da, 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 like sang it to him yeah. or whatever. You know, what I mean? yeah. like, like, oh my god. But uh, uh, one of the greatest front men ever, though. But ever put and the, that work in. He 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 uh, has written a few things where they directly became Death by Stereo ideas. Really, it's straight off. Can songs you give us one? Wrote uh, uh, the song "Servitude" on "Giving Monkey a Brain." Mm-hmm. Uh, I literally was like, hey, he does this vocal pattern. Who, who do you serve for whose empires and for, and then I go, I just come up with a bass line and a time signature on the drums. It's kind of like that. And I buy, buy into lies. It's a song called Sing Along with the Patriotic Punks. Like I, yeah, I got that whole idea from Servitude Fishbone. And then the guys wrote the whole rest of the song around that. Field. That's amazing. I mean, yeah, if, if you're cool. out there and and you never listened to Fishbone, please do. And if you used to and walked away from it, go back. It's, it's still great. It's still fucking They kept great. making the best records ever. Yeah. Like, they're still so fucking ripping right now. Two-day yeah. Fishbone is smashing the planet, dude. Yeah. I mean, different guys. Like, they lost one guy to a cult, which yeah. is fucking amazing. Not that But he cult. jammed with yeah. them on <laughs> the House and Chains <laughs> thing. But oh, it was wait, only online. I don't think he did any shows. He came back for that one Kendall's song. Kendall's on that song? Yes. Dude, I, gotta, I know. I hate Allison Chains, but I gotta check this. Shit. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'll be honest. I was never like a big Chains fan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I kind of, I knew the correlation between the two bands and the relationship. But recently, when they did that cover, I was like, oh, like it just in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is like Allison Chains, like set free. You know what I mean? Like this is it. This is like yeah. I, I kind of, it just clicked with me. Nice. Trippy. What's crazy is that the other guy, the new guy, now new guy, the the new singer was in Blast. Yeah. <laughs> Like blast, yeah. I mean, blast is my shit. I don't think they needed a second guitar player, but he was in blast. Yeah, exactly, dude. That guy's good, dude. Yeah, that guy good. sings his ass off, dude. Yeah. I saw them with Jane's Addiction, I think, Alice in Chains, and he was singing. I, I was like, Jesus, yeah. like this guy's fucking good, dude. You know, yeah. it's wild, dude. What do you have uh, in the future? Well, we have we have a lot of ideas and a lot of things. Coming down the pipeline, it's just been weird because you know things keep starting and stopping and canceling, and right. so like as far as voodoo goes, we have a good handful of things coming up uh, that aren't even announced yet. But like yeah. we have a handful of festivals, shows, we have some different tour ideas we're talking about, and then uh, we're working on new stuff. The guys have probably like six the music done for like six songs. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we're gonna try and get a new record out as fast as possible. Dude, and you, you guys have been killing it, just playing, just bang, 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 yeah, bang, you know, announcing yeah. shows and just playing all I'm, over the place. I'm pretty excited. Like, uh, you know, I think Voodoo's got some surprises with the new stuff. It, it we're just taking it for as far as we can. Yeah, out, yeah. it's gonna be fucking out there and fucking crazy. Uh, DBS, we we've we tried we tried working on a covers record, but everyone's just so fucking busy. It kind of got put on the back burner for a little while, yeah. but just because everybody's in a hundred bands and then Manic Hispanic, uh, we actually just tracked a couple uh, songs. We have to do all the vocals still for a, a new Manic Hispanic seven inch. Nice. Oh, we're doing, right. we're doing, we're doing a Manic Hispanic ska seven inch. Oh, oh wow. really? Yeah. We're, we're covering Rancid in the specials. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Awesome, so, right? and there may be a couple guests in on the songs. Oh, well, let's let's explain for people like because you just, you guys just put out Back and Brown, yes, yeah. brilliant. You know, <laughs> what a great title, yeah, dude. And the Dead Boys it. cover and the Misfits yeah. cover, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, from Mars. yeah. Explain to everyone. We're about. we're like like 
punk rock Weird Al meets Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're a parody band and we take uh, we take classic punk songs and we uh, change the lyrics to kind of just be funny, like kind of that everybody can relate to growing up in SoCal yeah. and especially in the punk scene. And it's just, it's just yeah. like Cheech and Chong type humor. You know what I mean? Just funny Mexican jokes, Chicano humor, you know? And, and uh, we, we take songs like, like you're saying, like, uh, like Sonic Reducer from the Dead Boys is Chonkla Abuser. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, so like, great, yeah, you know, or uh, Fugazi's Waiting Room is Holding Cell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I think the the cover of that album is so brilliant. It's so basic, but it's it's fucking brilliant, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like I don't know whose idea that was, but Jesus Christ, I really appreciate it. that. Was actually that was an old idea Steve Soto thought of. Oh, nice. yeah, wow. how cool is that? Yeah, and great. and uh, we're working on uh, getting because all our old shit's out of print. It's not streaming. It's just gone. So we're working on getting all that reissued and re released, and we're mm-hmm. getting some masters back from that old stuff and. So all the all the, everything that Soto played on and Gabby was on like that that's all going to come back out eventually but we're already we already have a 7 inch we have songs from the same sessions as the last record from Back and Brown that we haven't even released yet that we're still holding on to so yeah yeah so i mean we we've got, we've got we got some ridiculous shit coming you know but the the, the last record like we're i'm pretty stoked on it and and what i get stoked out of the most about it is that we make sure that every band is cool with us doing it. Yeah. And like, I just know that Ian McKay listened to, it sat there at the Discord house listening to this holding cell, you know what I mean? Like, What's going on in that guy's head at that point? Yeah, like, like huh? What? Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of, it's kind of rad, dude. We're yeah. like, I know that, you know, we covered the Descendants American and made it Mexican American. Yeah. And, and uh, like, just I know that Bill Stevenson, Carl, and everybody, you know, because yeah, yeah. Carl wrote American, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know yeah. that he listened to it and was stoked, you that's know? Amazing. Like, dude, like that's fuck, so that's so rad, dude. <laughs> Bouncing souls, like, and, and the fact that it, the bands that we don't know that we cover that we will we'll hear things like so and so said you guys are cool or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, really? You yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of neat. And uh, uh, before my time in the band, uh, Soto told me the story that they, uh, they uh they got word from Joe Strummer. Wow. He thought it was cool they cool that they covered the clash. Yeah. Joy Ramone was down with Manic Hispanic. Uh <laughs> so awesome, which Soto actually wrote some stuff with Joey. So, really? For yeah, the, for solo his solo record. record? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? That's great. And uh uh but yeah, I mean that band, it I had been a fan of Manic since day one. I was at their second show they ever played. And that had to be like ninety through two, ninety-three. And uh I always just was super into the band. And then in 98, I got a job. My Paul Miner lied and said I could use a computer and he got me a short-lived job at Revelation Records, wow. who are all the coolest fucking people ever. Cause he had to like, he's like, this is email, you know, like what? Like, it was, Everyone was like that in 98. Yeah, it was brand new. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. Mails, I can just, I can book a tour like this, yeah. you know? Like, but, uh, uh, he got me a short-lived job there, and Maurice, the guitar player of Manic Hispanic, was also for a time the sales manager there. And that, and I met him, and I'm like, "Oh, you, you're the fucking Manic Hispanic dude!" You know, like, yeah. it was just so cool. And we became friends. And over the years, I met Steve Soto and some of my other heroes. You know, they were in that band, and then we just knew each other. And DBS had played with them a few times, and then it came up they needed a singer, and they're like, "We don't know what we're gonna do. Can you just do some shows?" Sure. And then it turned into you know, that was 2008 hmm. when they asked me to be in the band after I had met Maurice in the 90s. Yeah. It was just, we just stayed cool and then they just hit me up. I was like, what? You know, like, <laughs> so awesome. 
You yeah. know, so same thing with voodoo. I mean, well, they, that was going to say, go for there, and now now you're in voodoo glow skulls. It's yeah, insane. It's fucking nuts. What's man. the next band? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Like, Fish call me. Bone. Yeah, Fish seriously, bone. call me up. Yeah. Call me up. You know, yeah. but I, I want to sing everything, man. I want to do yeah. everything because as much as I love all those bands, dude, like I like we've talked about, I'm a fucking massive Anthrax fan. Mm-hmm. I love singing melodically. I love metal vocals. Joel Belladonna is amazing, but I also like the other spectrum, the Tom Mariah spectrum yeah. of metal vocals mm-hmm. and and I have like a weird voice and I think I can, I, I can sing metal and I can sing punk or what, whatever and and I want to do it all like I'd love it if like sometimes some fucking gnarly metal dude was like hey sing on this fuck yeah let's yeah. go I, I think what's amazing about you if I may is like you're a fan and it really shows right love it dude and you can see it on stage <laughs> you can see it when when you talk to you you can hear it on your records and I, I mean I think that's I think that's something that's unique and I think it's very special. Appreciate that. And and I think that's why people are drawn to you as a human and also as a musician. Dude, I I, I still love it, man. Yeah. I like seven seconds. I still believe. Yeah. <laughs> I still believe. You know, I still yeah. believe, dude. Like it's fuck it, dude. It's everything. Like I'm just a fucking ultimate music nerd. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, th- dude, like, I mean, you, you and I are kind of close in, the, in age, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've talked about this on the podcast. I you can't you can't like take for granted that we grew up on a timeline where everything happened as it happened, right? From yeah. those big arena rock things <sighs> into punk, into hardcore and hip hop. Yeah. We saw all the skateboard culture. We saw yeah, all as it was happening. Crazy right? as it was new and yeah. it was exploding. You'd see a dude go by and you're like, what is that yeah. new yeah. thing? Yeah, like, what some, is he doing, you know? And, and we're both still active in what we do. And sometimes yeah. I feel like I'm in a time machine. Cause yeah. I still have those memories from, you know, hearing that stuff for the first time. Totally. You know, but here I am today in what is it, 2022? And even though we're about to enter World War III. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, like, I got to see Queen and I got to see dude, Suicidal, and, you know, it's just crazy, that, right? Dude. Yeah, man. Like, just a, a lot of like things that will never, ever conceivably happen again. It'll never happen again. Like, dude, no one's going to get to see Anthrax with Public Enemy ever again. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no. well, like, uh oh. Really? <laughs> Damn! If they could do that show again, I'll, I'll go to wherever if that happens. I'll go to wherever because that fucking tour flipped my cap, dude. Dude, like, like straight up, dude. Like I couldn't believe how crazy. Like I, I'd been to a lot of punk shows at that point, a lot in my life, and then going to that concert because it was mm-hmm. a concert. You yeah. know, at this point, Anthrax is playing arenas, arenas. and amphitheaters. And the the the, the uh, they were at the Irvine Meadows Amphitheater, mm-hmm. and I remember they went with Public Enemy, Anthrax, and the Young Black Teenagers. Young Black Teenagers. YBT. Yeah. I'm sorry, I love you guys, but YBT was my favorite on that. Time. Dude, DJ I, Scribble. Um, dude. Yeah. Cameron. Look dude. at you. <laughs> I know, dude. And, and tap the bottle, dude. So good, dude. And uh, it was a cool era yeah, that that show good. could happen, you know. Yeah. But dude, that like that's fucking. So fucking game changing, and Public Enemy was really militant. Still, they had the dude, the security of the first world with the fucking fake guns on stage. Yeah, maybe they were real. Who knows? (laughs) No, they're fake. (laughs) Okay, I'll tell you what; those guys sucked at basketball. No, (laughs) that's great. Yeah, (laughs) really, you guys all played ball. Yeah, Pittsburgh. I think there was a basketball. Fucking Public Enemy. Ian Shipley, remind me. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, people just drop out of the scene and they're fucking gone. But we did see that all happen. We saw it all unfold. All the fucking crazy shit over the years, yeah. like thrash and fucking crossover, and like yeah. it just happened. And it, and it wasn't just music. I mean, I you know I know you guys are into comic books, and you, you know yeah. Batman Year One, Dark Knight, like all this shit happened on this timeline yeah. that yeah. 
you know, we were lucky enough to see, and I think it really shaped us. Because I watched that whole Dark Knight thing go down because my brother was super into the whole Batman thing, and yeah. like all, all that stuff unfold. Yeah, and become what it is. It's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like um, we were kind of on the tail end of like everything we've been talking about today, just mm-hmm. experiencing like, you know, there was still danger. I mean, not, you know, it's not Detroit style or anything like that, but you know, there's <laughs> no, still some danger. danger. Right. No, but yeah. I'm just saying, you know, there's just like that danger aspect to, to shows when we were, you know, just starting as a band, you know, I was like yeah. 12 and he was like 14 or 13 or 15 or something, um, you know, and going to the shows and then we'd have to wait outside with the X's on our hands yeah. for the bars. And then once we oh, get yeah. in, it would just be yeah. freaking crazy. Um, but, you know, I mean, I think just from that aspect of growing up into something where it's already there, it, and I guess because when we talk about those things like laid out, yeah, yeah like flag, that's a great point. We can reference, yeah, we could right. reference, you know, these bands that were doing. DIY, you know, they're doing yeah. it themselves and, and kind of creating this new way of uh, being a band, you know, and yeah. obviously because we grew up with punk rock, it was like, okay, it is possible, you know, um, these bands are doing it. They didn't, you know, they weren't paid by these labels to like pretend that they were doing that. They were actually doing that, you know, whether it's like a house party or just, you know, calling up some people and playing, you know, yeah. down, you know, wherever they could play. Um, and creating something themselves. And so it gave us inspiration to be like, well, it's been done before. And, you know, we're still growing up in a time where it's still relevant. You know, now I feel like, you know, now we're a little bit older and looking at the people growing up now where everything's like streaming and, and there's not, like you guys had said, going to the record store and picking out records. And it's not everything taking was much so, effort other than right, sifting yeah, like, through the millions of bands, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's like a, it's it's kind of hard to say like if if this will um cycle back because it's it's harder it's much easier for people to access music so in a way it's like there's you know there's all these bands that we all grew up listening to and idolize and the people can have access to so yeah and bands are still they're like trash talks doing it you know they're oh, yeah. not the old way they're, they're yeah you know yeah. set up and play yeah so i, I guess yeah. i think as funny as it is, like when we were growing up, we were, we, we looked to the past and I think there's certain bands, you know, maybe like Turnstile, like you mentioned earlier, like they're looking to the past. Like these people are, they know that what's happening now is not, you know, what it's all about. And so they kind of looked to the past. kind of embraced a lot of amazing shit from all aspects of the past, you know, and they put it together, but I feel like they're bringing in something that's like, brand new and that's why i feel yeah. it's cool about yeah. this new generation this new vibe you guys are having a completely different experience than us yeah. and i think it's good yeah and, and 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 i think you're gonna you guys are breathing new ideas and new life into things because we can't keep making the same records forever as much as i want to hear the same records forever <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah you know yeah, totally. and, and and i heard uh i, I watched an interview with ad rock from mm-hmm. Beastie boys he, he he was saying they were asking him about new hip-hop and this and that and he's just like i don't know blah 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 and he's like but he kind of alluded to saying, I, I think that a 15-year-old should hate what I do. Yeah. Should hate what I did. Shouldn't give a fuck about my band. Yeah. They should take it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so, I agree. I, yeah. I mean, there's always been, oh, it's coming back. Like, it, it shouldn't come back. That was no. then. You yeah. know? This is now. This is now. Man. Yeah, the 90s is really popular right now. It's weird. Horrible yeah. jinkos in the 90s. <laughs> oh, dude, jinkos. Yeah. <laughs> They're back. Yeah. And, They're and, they are. And girls, no one wants to see those high-waisted jeans. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and no offense to anyone at Jinko, 
Yes. <laughs> Y'all are cool. Or Incorn. That's our official story. Jinko. But I think you did bring up an interesting point. Well, I mean, not an interesting what point. What big jeans? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the apple bottom jeans? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But uh, about punk, you know, the punk scene being so DIY. And it's just been like a, a really huge characteristic of it from the start to now. And it's really inspiring to see you know, from how much stuff you do DIY and how much you do to help the scene, it makes, you know, people like me and Damien, who are just kind of still trying to navigate and figure things out with our band, you know, this music industry and all that stuff. Um, see you just killing it in so many different aspects. Like it gives us like drive and motivation to continue awesome. doing what yeah, we do. Yeah, because you're doing because you love the music. You know yeah. what I mean? Like oh, you can't absolutely. do this and you, yeah. you know what I mean? If it, it's you see people come and go all the time. Bands come and go all the time. Like I, I think that bands should want to still play years from now, you, whether or not anyone's coming to see them. Yeah, yeah. If it's in a backyard or a fucking arena, like yeah, yeah. it's still meaningful and it still it's makes you feel good. You got to be all or nothing, man. It's not all or nothing. It ain't happening. Exactly, dude. And, and the the oftentimes the the older you get, the the further away the music gets from you, you know? Mm -hmm. So you kind of got to fight for it, man. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love it. I don't want to let it go ever. Yeah, it's the only yeah. thing I like, dude. Hell yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And tacos. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got, I got, I got two uh, true or false for you. Okay. First one, is it true that you are on the no Fletcher list from Pennywise. I, I, yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, 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 for a time, was on a list and I was not allowed to hang out Fletcher because I, I used to go really hard. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I wasn't always this mild-mannered, calm yeah. individual. I uh, partied really hard and uh, was banned for a time. <laughs> but we're all, we're all fucking old friends and old bros and I'm playing with Pennywise March 13th at the Garden Amp in Garden Grove, California and I wait with the Boogie Blows Girls so but uh dude yes I've had some of the best times of my life with Pennywise ever talk, dude talk about like the band that fucking keeps punk alive dude dude yeah. do any buddy that says anything otherwise I'm, I'm quick to just say look dude <laughs> I happen to know for a fact those are the foremost punk rock human beings I've ever met of yeah. all time ever hands down you can do nothing that will make me think that anything can top Pennywise if you'd like it's so rad magnificent humans yes yeah. best and they always took care of Death by Stereo dude yeah. always day one we're always so cool and like like every member of that band has always made it a point to like just reach out or be cool to us over the years. Uh, we did a record on Fletcher's label. He used to have Viking Funeral. Mm -hmm. That's my stereo did. Yeah. Uh, he was part of our management for a time. Uh, but uh, uh, dude, they, they always took care of us and looked out for us. And there'd be like a show that's part of, there'll be this tour. And like, even though there's no room or it's already a done deal, we'd always get a call like, oh, we're just throwing you on this show. Or, you know what I mean? Like, you're just on. Like, fuck. You know, like they, they, they've always really treated us like family. And like, that's one of the most family bands I've ever met slash crazy fucking wildest fucking things I've ever seen. Like it was so rad. Those shows are bonkers too. Like it's bonkers when they play. Fletcher's the, the best example of someone that's looking to the future. Cause you'll find a oh, band yeah. like Slaughterhouse or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, and just push them and push them and push them. It'd be easy for him to just say, Oh, we played with all these bands back in the day, but he's yep. always looking. They're always playing with new bands. Yeah. He's always bought like, <clears throat> like, from anything from helping my band 
you know, just by putting us on to, to signing bands on Epitaph. I mean, he had a lot to do with bands getting signed to that label, dude. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. The Deviates, 1208, I mean, mm-hmm. 98 Mew. Like, he found fucking cool bands nobody knew about. He's just always had his ear to the traps. You know, Fletcher's really got his pulse on things. It's cool, man. Yeah. You know, and just also, dude, there's nothing I love more than just sitting in a room with Fletcher and listening to him tell stories. Dude. Yeah. Fletcher's story. <laughs> yeah. My mind. And Randy's yeah. next to him. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And, 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 and like, even not just the crazy shit, just telling you what mm-hmm. I was at this show. Yeah. In yeah. the South Bay. What? You know, like, oh, shit, that's so cool, you know? And then Randy, always cool. I actually, I don't even know if I'm, I'll tell you later who's all jamming on it, but I I jammed on a a recording with Randy recently for fun with a couple other dudes. And uh, we're slowly piecemealing some songs together just for fun. Nice. nice. But uh, uh, yeah, I'll get some jams in with Randy. I'll tell you guys about it after. Here's my second. Is it true after COVID, first show back, you got injured by pulling your pants on? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yes. Yes, dude, I did. In Denver. Yes. <laughs> you, were, you were there. Fucking the party. Uh, I, I was camp. So this, it was like hell getting to the show. And then the show ended up being amazing. But, dude, of course, we got the cheap flight, which had a layover in Phoenix, you know, as... Bands do and uh, uh, rock and roll, real you know. So we're there over in Phoenix, and then everything was crazy. That means it was a Southwest flight. <laughs> no, oh, it's the worst. Center, <laughs> <laughs> ah, center, dude. So, so we we're we're at the Phoenix airport, and there was all these weather things, and people were short staffed. So a lot of the airline flights were all crazy, and there was literally no flight that could get us to fucking park in time. So we all we rented two cars, everybody jumped in them, and we I fucking drove like twelve hours. <laughs> jamming, dude, we're all jamming. Then I I tapped out after twelve hours, and Eddie Voodoo jumped in and was like. <laughs> <laughs> the hours, you know? I wish you could all see this. I know. Get there and we're like, all right, we can get to our hotel and we'll each be able to sleep for whatever it was, three and a half hours or four hours. And we got to go straight there. You're not going to get a blind check. Like this is cutting it close. So we're fucking me and Eddie Voodoo were roommates that day. And we were both chilling. He's like, I'm going to take a shower and get ready. I'm all right. And he's like, he's like, Oh dude, we're, this be traffic. We gotta get out of here. We're good. Like we're making ourselves more late. Okay, you know, like we were in a hurry. He goes there, and I fucking god damn it, I grab my pants, those are my boxers, and I literally like kind of just jumped into my pants, and like my left hand was like pulling the belt up, and my right finger got caught on the pocket, and I broke my fucking finger. My no way. Up. That is a baseball injury, dude. Yeah. <laughs> totally right. And I was all ow, ow, motherfucker. And my finger was like boing, boing. Oh, fuck. Fuck! And then he's yelling from the shower, what's going on? Are you alright? I'm like, I'll be right back. I gotta fucking go. And I ran downstairs. Dude, I don't know if you know the entirety of this. What happened to me that day. I fucking jumped in the fucking rental. I fucking zoomed to a Walgreens to buy a splint. And I fucking pulled in the parking spot and I opened the door and a minivan fucking hit oh, my door. No, no way. way. And, right door. and I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I backed out and I, my fingers like, you know, and I jumped out of the car and I was like, him off. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And the lady gets out and she's like yelling and I'm like, fucking hold on. And I ran in and bought a splint, straightened out my fucking finger, put the splint on and was like, Ooh. Ooh. And wow. then I'm 
dealing with the cops and the fucking rental company and this and that. And I'm calling different homies like, dude, I, this is, I'm in Denver for this festival. I'm sorry I didn't call you, but uh, I need a ride. You know, or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like that. Hitting up everybody I could. Simultaneously, our sax player, Eric, he lives in Pittsburgh. He flew in from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're driving him to the show and he got rear-ended. Oh, my oh, God. off to the side and got hit again. No way! So he was late to the show, too. Wow. Dude, it was that. It, I, I know not everybody knew the whole thing, you no, know? No. And then, so then, uh, his homie and him got another car or something, and then they he picked me up, and then we fucking got there. I got there three minutes before our set. Wow. And we came insane. around the back, and there was, like, a fence, and we're trying to get over it. Like, <laughs> dude, we were just trying to get in there fast, dude. It's like the end of Institutionalized, where he's like, I'll probably get run over by <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, fuck. It was crazy, dude. Wow, I broke my crazy, finger. Man. Fuck, man. Going to putting my pants on. Yeah. yeah. I love that song. I blame the altitude on that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that same night, this is even weirder. That same night, I had gotten for Dan, Dan from Death by Tyranny. Mm-hmm. Mustache. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I actually found this guy in Denver called Wolfmeyer Guitars on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Dude, who he had the most insane fucking guitars on his Instagram. He hand paints them mm-hmm. with like covered in like Transformers robots or like different things, and I. I wrote the dude on Instagram and he just buys like a shitty guitar at the thrift store, but he had a couple good ones. And I got Dan an SG because we both like Weird Al with a fucking painting of Weird Al Yankovic playing a fucking accordion. All <laughs> it's all Al themed all over. There's like, like a Hawaiian shirt and then the headstocks oh, nice. has the Al TV logo when he did Al TV. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that same day, I remember I left all like, Oh, I got all super stoked because my finger was killing me and I had this weird guitar. I come back to the hotel. Remember in the 80s, everyone painted their guitar something stupid? Like Ninja Turtles. No, but that was cool. That's badass. Cowabunga, baby. Because remember, all the famous guitar players had a guitar you recognize? I know. know. It's like kind of like in the 80s having like. Every hero had a cool car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, true. Like you can Starsky like, Hutch, Mannix, they all had their car, dude. Holy yeah. dude, Smokey and the Bandit, Smoky man. Bandit. <laughs> dude, you know? But but all those guys had like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yes. yes. That was a man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was a man. Yeah. It was a man. But uh some of the guitars were pretty out there, but some of them were cool, like George yes. Lynch, you could always recognize his guitars, you know what I mean? Like it's cool. Eddie Van Halen. Well, yeah, okay. you know, that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole thing. Well, I gotta say, this has been amazing, dude. Like, Thanks, you, you are family to us. Like, oh, yeah, likewise, dude. Absolute yeah. legend, and you are everything for this scene and for, for just being cool around cool people. Thanks, man. I, feel, yeah. Yeah, I love being around cool people, too. There's a lot of rules, you know? I mean, we see you everywhere, so we figured we'd have you on. Fucking yeah. thanks for hanging with me. Yeah, thanks for the time, yeah. and thanks for doing what you do, and uh, just. Looking forward to seeing Appreciate what, what you're we, involved in next. We will continue yeah. to see each other everywhere. Yeah. Which we is kind of right. <laughs> Super ready. Right. Yeah. No, oh, and shout out everybody and all my bands. And hey, mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, check out our shop, programhq.com. Yeah. At Death by Stereo, at Voodoo Blow Skulls, at Grupo Manic Hispanic. Like, so d- d- thank you, everyone out there who's ever supported us in any way whatsoever. We, we appreciate you, and you guys are fucking everything. That's fantastic. Hell yeah. Okay. And from Show Center. <laughs> <laughs> from Mexico. <laughs> 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 <laughs>